<laughs> this is perfect. Okay, for anybody watching the video, and by that I mean we have not uploaded any of the videos in the last four weeks. Oops. Um, YouTube is a little bit more of a challenge here. Uh, my mom has set up a Ellen DeGeneres type uh, studio background on Zoom, and I'm wearing the pirate filter because it's Halloween. So, all right, this is this is how we're gonna oh. do this episode. So this is, are we having fun? I'm Kayla and I have my mom as a guest this week. What's up, mom? Hello. Mama Mary. The Virgin Mary. Mother of four. Please don't. I mean, I'll take the mother of four, but please let's not do the Virgin Mary thing. That's scary. So you might be wondering what happened to Stephanie and, um, well, the shit show continues here at Are We Having Fun? And by Poor that, I Steph. mean, she had a lot of fun this weekend at the Reggae Rise Up Festival in Florida. And then a bunch of work hit her that she had to catch up with. So she couldn't make it this week, um, which is why this episode is almost like a part two of last week. But um, we are just trying to get back on track, doing what we can Stephanie will be listening to basically the story I was going to tell her about how California ended. Um, I didn't get to tell her in person because we haven't been able to speak. So, mom. I know it seems it seems like you guys never really have time to talk until you actually get on your podcast. Yeah. That it, seems to be the premise of your like every conversation it starts on your podcast like how are you doing I haven't really talked to you I'm like you guys don't talk before you do this not always not always <laughs> which is and, which is good yeah it's the same way with you too uh there's a lot that you have already heard where I'm randomly texting you as I'm walking around and then there's a lot that you haven't heard because I honestly wasn't really going to tell you what I'm about to tell you for this podcast, but it's content and you're my guest. So, <laughs> oh no, oh no. Should I have earmuffs on instead? No, 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 oh. no. <laughs> no, that's not the conversation. <laughs> so I'm just going to jump right into it. But first off. Must take a sip. This week, we have just partied our butts off. Um, Me in LA, Stephanie in Tampa or wherever she was, Clearwater, St. Pete. I don't even know. I can't keep up. I think she was in St. Pete. So we're going to take a step back from alcohol. And my mom is on her lunch break. So we can't (laughs) can't be having a real cocktail. So we have classic coffees. I'm drinking hazelnut with some half and half and the um, lobby of my apartment just gives us coffee so it's like donut shop flavored that's what I'm having yeah I want that out of my lobby of my house (laughs) yeah (laughs) you got to get the boys on that it's like an industrial grade coffee machine uh what are you drinking I saw your little unicorn cup 
every day I'm sparkling. No, um, <laughs> I, I usually, you know, dad bakes the coffee and I just drink whatever he has. Or my, Matt and I will take a trip to Starbucks and we'll go get Starbucks. Yeah. Literally almost every day. But I was kind of lazy and didn't want to get out of the house. <laughs> so I found Vietnamese, you know, little packets from the Asian store. Oh my the gosh. Instant coffee, the Vietnamese coffee. And they're really, so really good. strong. Oh, it's it's good if you know how to make it. If you don't know how to make it, it gets really bitter. So mm. you can't like, if you're just starting, you get to use half. You can't use the whole thing. Wow. I Yeah, it's, it's really good. I think I've had Vietnamese coffee once. I'm not sure, actually. Yeah, but I've well, heard. A lot I've of, heard of it. The, well, I've had people ask me if it's the same as like Thai coffee. You know how you guys like to yeah. go have that Thai tea or Thai whatever, like yeah. Thai coffee with half That's of really it, like sweet. condensed milk. Yeah, yeah. No, this one's not like that. <laughs> yeah, not at all. That's like dessert. It's like eating cake. Yeah, yeah. I think this, I would like it. Off. You probably would. You probably would. But you gotta find a really good place to make it because you're not. It's really hard having a conversation with you with that eye patch. <laughs> oh, should I take it? Off? Should I take it off? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, leave it on. Leave it on. I honestly <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I got really into it. I really believed I was a pirate. <laughs> but no, it's fine. It's fine. But no, um, you've got to find. A, I don't know if you'll even have this in Duluth, but you got to find places that actually will have really good Vietnamese coffee because if you don't have a good one don't drink it okay well I'm just gonna come over I mean next time I'm home I'm just gonna make you make it that's (laughs) yeah which is in a couple months (laughs) (laughs) um anyway so yeah I'll just come over but I just um I think that's the perfect segue into like finishing what happened in California because uh the places we didn't get to go were Koreatown, Chinatown, and I just discovered there's a Filipino town. So yeah, I I did not make it to any of those areas, but I was um, kind of writing them down for next time. And we yeah. just had a super packed week. I can't even remember what I had done by the time we released our last episode. But we went to Santa Monica and Venice Beach like two or three more times since that episode released. Uh, So needless to say, those are our favorite areas. And then I figured you'd like Santa Monica a lot. I mean, you've been there a few times, but I mean, I to me, that's probably where I see you guys, you know. Yeah, we we saw people working out on the beach and we're like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay, this makes us want to do stuff. We like swing. Swing is a word. We swung, swung, swung. <laughs> we swung <laughs> on a swing set because there's just like a playground for adults. I, I actually earlier on in the week was like, I wish, like, why do these kids have such fun playgrounds? I wish we had that for adults. Like, we still want to climb around. We need to exercise. Why isn't this a thing? And then Santa Monica, it's like it, it's like a tourist trap anyway but well yeah it is but still I mean that's really cool that they do have that because then there were like adults climbing ropes and like swinging from like those gymnast rings but like yeah almost like monkey bars it was really cool like people were really serious and we were not 
Um, <laughs> I might have recorded Parker trying to go on the rings, but it didn't last very long. <laughs> oh Those people are, are really fit over there. So it got us yeah, kind of most- like hyped. Most of the people that you probably see in those parks are definitely fit people. I mean, you'll see a lot of them running, biking. Yeah, rollerblading. Like, it just is so cool. And we kind of have, like, a bike path in Duluth. But who knows if it's going to be usable. Like, it it floods over there in the winter and it's going to be cold. So they had to restructure this lake walk for two years. That's how bad it was hit. Um, a couple of years ago. So when we first moved here, it wasn't even complete. So <laughs> I, I, I still don't know how you're going to handle the winter because you have not lived in that environment in since you were four. Yeah. I, I think I'll be okay with the cold. It just, everyone's making it sound so terrible with ice and hills driving. Yeah, I I've mean, never I, drive, I, I've never driven in that weather. So I I can understand because I do remember driving down hills when I was, you know, younger and I did not like it. That was yeah. probably my worst fear is driving down the hill. Great. I would rather drive on the highway on a snowstorm than driving down the hill. Down a hill and it's not really like I mean the yeah. snow plows are pretty serious over here, but still like No, you just don't know black eyes. Black yeah. eyes are scary and yeah. And, you know it's cold up there it's a different kind of cold though that's that's what I'm saying because yeah the Alaska yeah Alaska cold was not like cold to me it wasn't windy oh yeah the wind uh, and it's dry I'm just gonna buy ski masks and I'm gonna wear them everywhere but you know I did think about and this kind of segues into the other part I did think about getting like a part-time job at the ski resort because I mean that sounds like a fun thing to do for the winter Oh, that would be kind of cool, actually. Yeah, then you get to experience, but it's like actually working in a ski shop. Yeah, and get like discounts and go tubing down the hill. That sounds so fun. Free tubing, free everything except skiing and snowboarding. Yeah, that's going to be. I don't know what the requirements are, the availability requirements, but that kind of like segues back into how we ended this trip. So I told you about Culver City, okay? We fell in love with Culver City. That's our second neighborhood. It's less touristy, but it is so beautiful. I kept sending you pictures. And we were there for the entire day, pretty much. Like, we got there at, like, 2 p.m. I wanted to go to this pumpkin patch that's on um, the internet everywhere. You know, people take their Instagram photos there. (laughs) It was sold out for the rest of the day. So they had we couldn't tickets get in. to actually go. They had tickets. Yeah. Cause they're really oh. strict in California about COVID and stuff like that. So I guess they had tickets and they were sold out, but Parker saw a park on the way over and we're like, Oh, after the pumpkin patch, we'll go check out this park. And the park ended up being a state park. Like it, it was like a, a regular park on the bottom and then it turns into a state park at the top and it's called oh. Baldwin Hills Overlook. And you see all the way to Hollywood, um, like the Hollywood sign. And then you look to the right and you see downtown LA and you look to the left and you can see the beach. So it's like, oh my god, you gosh. get the entire view of the whole entire city from this one yeah. spot. And so it was the perfect central location. From there, we like fell in love and 
like in the middle of the hill is like Culver City Little League fields, soccer fields. And so we're like, okay, this is where we raise a family, obviously. Like we're just walking around and we're like, this is just a residential area. Like this is just a normal piece of LA in the middle of all the touristy stuff. That's not that's the that's the thing about LA though. Like people think LA is just this nasty ass city with smog all over the place. Right. But you don't know like the tiny neighborhood out like the on the outskirts of it. And there's some of the like right in the middle. I mean, if you think back, like Torrens is not that far. Yeah. From LA. That's area I can't remember it, it's older it's eh, got a lot of older homes um there's a lot of little tiny shops like mom and pops most of their restaurants and their tiny little restaurants which I completely like but mm-hmm. it's one of the oldest city I think in the um in the area but I mean I like Torrance I don't know if you would because it's it's definitely busier over there and it's harder to get to right yeah we um we might've driven through a little bit, but I know Auntie Miley used to live over there and yeah. they used to shoot a lot of like uh, TV shows and stuff. But- yeah, they did um, the schools for uh, Beverly Hills 90210, the original one. Yeah, and Buffy Actually, the Vampire yeah. Slayer. I'll never forget Buffy. that. Buffy's house, Buffy's house was there. Yeah. I just think we want to live, like obviously she lived there because the airport, but I think we want to live on the, on the north side of the airport because then it's for me less traveling yeah but I think so too I I mean it's nicer also we drove around that whole we drove up and down the coast like all the way down to um like that little they call it like rolling hills and stuff it's kind of the part that jets out um Mm -hmm. underneath Torrance like to the left okay of Long Beach we drove all the way down there and it was like surreal. It was just a bunch of rich houses, like million dollar homes, mile after mile. And we had no idea. Like we found this random overlook. Um, they were bluffs into the ocean. And yeah. then you look to the other side and you see these mansions on top of the hill, like way, way up. It was really crazy down there. What was the, did you catch the name of the area? Yeah. Ranchos Palos Verdes or Ranchos Verdes. Yeah. Ranchos Palos Verdes. Oh, I'm saying it really wrong, but I, don't, I yeah, it's I don't so, know. I mean, I don't think people really talk about it much and I think it's more low key, but it's like, you think Beverly Hills is nice. You think Malibu's nice, which we explored those neighborhoods too, but it was like, it was overwhelming, honestly. I'm like, how can this many rich people live like in one area? Like just scouring for miles and miles and miles from Malibu yeah. all the way down here. It's oh ridiculous. It was, well, yeah, it was think, like overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people that, I mean, you know, these are people, of course, with money, not just yeah. in the film industry, you know, no. just actors. I think you know, they're probably these... like international business people or something. Probably. And this is probably their second home. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one, uh, one of their houses. <laughs> it's just, it's too much. We did. It's funny though, because we did spend a lot of time in Malibu. So at this point, I don't think we had done all this when we released the last episode, but we spent a lot of time in Malibu 
and we spent a lot of time in Beverly Hills, like not on purpose. We just ended up finding a place we wanted to sit down to eat in both places. And it turned <laughs> out like we were there for out, like we we're just sitting on the beach in Malibu. We had no business there. <laughs> and we go into this nice restaurant right next to it. That's like, uh, I get like a Caesar salad with fresh anchovies. Like, who am I? And I forgot what Parker got. He probably got like steak or something like that, but you guys are so bougie. But We're I mean, so... that's that's kind of what this stuff you do. That's all there is there. I'm surprised you didn't like see anyone that's actually, yeah. you know, famous. I mean, we could have, but we just uh like we went where there were really no people. I mean, there were yeah. some I mean, they were they were somebody's because we could hear their conversations at the tables next to us. They were really loud, but I think they were probably like desperate housewives or something. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? There's, there's a lot of them over there. Yeah. We, we spent a lot of time in those neighborhoods and we're like, okay, obviously this is like a day trip type of thing where we're supposed to be looking for neighborhoods we're going to live in. Yeah, I'm like ordering this fancy tea at Earth Cafe, which is like a big deal in California. And they have several locations, but we pick the one in Beverly Hills of all locations. And we're just sitting. I'm like, I'm pretty sure we saw some people that we've seen on TV, but like it, it's just casual. You just come in and, and you sit down. Um, but we had no business being in that location, but there we were. Yes, you do. You, you had business there. You were looking for homes. I mean, yeah. Okay. We're walking down. <laughs> we're literally walking down the, so Beverly Hills is walking distance from where we stayed, which was really cool. And by walking distance, I mean like three miles. So <laughs> it was a long walk. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Um, no, that's a long walk. We just like walked through the whole neighborhood. We stumbled upon the Beverly Hills sign, like the fountain, um, because we went to Rodeo Drive. Oh yeah, I sent you the picture of of your favorite um, <laughs> shops. I, I go, saw that. Was, my mom's was texting like, oh. me. <laughs> She's texting me the whole week, like, "Why? Why do I have such expensive taste?" And I'm like sitting in Malibu, like, "Mom, get over yourself." Like go buy some affordable <laughs> shoes. You know, I'm sitting in Malibu, but I, but she's sending me like thousand dollar shoes, and I'm like, just buy them, whatever. If you want them, they're gonna last forever. You get your one pair, and then I see all these shops in Rodeo Drive, and I'm like, okay, if she sends me the money right now, I'll go buy her something. I'm not buying them <laughs> myself. I'll have to put down a loan to buy these shoes, but <laughs> I'm sure some people do that. But we're like, who shops oh, I, at these places? Like they, they I just don't get, know. I think it's a, almost like touristy over there. They get some like rich tourists to come in and they buy these watches and, and stuff like that. Parker was obsessed with the watches because he sees his YouTubers <laughs> wearing the watches. Oh my God, he sounds, he sounds like Matt. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Matt watches the same YouTube channels. That's funny. Probably I don't not. know. That'd be I don't think so. Not. But uh, yeah, so so that was like great. We like finished off on a great note. Oh, ended up back at Marina Del Rey. So we're going to the beach like every couple days. Um, oh, Marina Del Rey is really fun. We like kind of bar hopped and uh, they had their Ohio State game. So we like had a watch party bar situation over there and there was 
beer pong and we played flip cup. It was so funny. Um, so we, we enjoyed that a lot. And then basically everything started going downhill when we left LA. So we shouldn't have left, but, uh, we had Is a this little the whole debacle with a rental. Oh Still? no. Oh no. So that was one thing, right? So that was, that was one thing we were, we were upset about the rental because they were making it so difficult for us to get the rental that it wasn't even worth it. And then we had to buy a second rental on top of that. So that's why we were upset. So with the rental again, we were upset because we didn't know a convertible would be so much harder to get a hold of or else we wouldn't have gotten a convertible, but obviously yeah. it had to be in my name um, to get a better deal. That's, that's all we thought of. And then on top of that, it was a 200 extra fee on a credit card, which I didn't have on my credit card because I had been using my credit card. So had I known, I would have paid down the credit card and then it would have been fine. But I was just like, no, I'm just going to allocate this little bit to whatever we do. I wasn't planning on using it for the rental. Then I'm like, okay, I can use debit. And they're like, okay, debit's going to be $500. And also we're going to do a soft credit check and we have to see your flight home and you have to have a second form of ID like your passport. And I'm like, okay, we didn't just come from the airport and I didn't even bring my passport. So I have a picture on my phone that doesn't work. Um, Like basically I have to have what my birth certificate or something to get this convertible. It, It made no sense. So then Parker couldn't get it because he wasn't of age for a convertible, but he could get a regular car. So we're like, okay, can we just switch it over? Oh no, because you ordered through our third party. So we can't do anything for you. So we had to fork out an extra $300 to get a rental, just our normal car. So did you get your money back from the other one, from the other rental? Because you paid for it. You said you went through Priceline. Yeah. So they, they have like a no refund policy. So we're, we're really upset right now. We're we're over it, but yeah, we're going to have to figure that out. Um, And then on top of that, Parker couldn't just pay for it because his card is under his name. So they would have to transfer the entire rental to his name, which makes no sense to me, but whatever. Like if you're right there and you're going to pay for it, it's like if, if, if you wanted to pay for my car, it would have had to be transferred to your name. And then they would have had to add me as a driver instead of me just being the driver. So it was just... It was just a lot all at once. But anyway, we, we got over that. We, we got a rental. Nika helped us out. My cousin helped us out and we borrowed her car for a day. And then from there, we just like Ubered or like walked or we got a ride from our friend. So it was all fine and dandy after that. But when we were leaving, so we were eager to get home because our friend who was watching our cat um is is ready to move on to a different job and then he got thrown into some training at the last minute so we're like okay Uh-oh. we need to get back to pumpkin and then so we get so we get off the flight all right first of all we're not even sitting together 
because we didn't pick our seats and then all the seats are sold out that are next to each other so oh god so but parker gets put into the premium seating on spirit not i'm I'm doing air quotes on the first class thing because you don't get any, (laughs) any perks but but he got put into um seat 2d so it doesn't get better than that uh and then i got put into 7e so I was pretty far up. So it wasn't so bad, you know, for not choosing the seats. Parker really enjoyed where he was sitting. <laughs> He's like, the guy next to me didn't even have to, like, tell me to move into the aisle so he could go to the bathroom. He could just get up and go around me. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're always flying first class, first class from here on out. No. Um, so that was like a happy accident. But we get home. Okay. So our our friend who had our car um, had to go out of town because Parker's brother and a bunch of their friends were like doing this mini vacation. And I, I guess like we didn't think that through or something. I don't know. So anyway, he had to go out of town. So he was going to give his key to his girlfriend. Then she ended up going out of town. So they had to give his key to a coworker. So we had to um like get to the campus where they work because they work at the college and then like get the key from him and then from there he lives right down the street so we get the key and that was no problem like we kind of mastered the whole train situation in Minneapolis so we're pretty proud of ourselves and then we get an uber to oh my gosh we get an uber to the house because it's 35 degrees at this point in Minnesota. Oh yeah. That's cool. So we get into the Uber and the guy goes, Jake, you know how they always say names to make sure that yeah. it's the right person getting in the car. Parker's putting the suitcase in the trunk. He's the one with the Uber. So he checked the license plate himself, whatever. And I just got straight into the car and I was like, Parker, like Jake, like that's a little fishy. And then he was like, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. My last passenger was Jake. And then Parker gets in the car and I'm like, did you check the license plate? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, this guy's catching me out. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So then he starts going, oh, where are you going? And from a passenger standpoint, especially someone who has had a debacle with Lyft and I've had to call them and get someone fired. Mm-hmm. Um I was like, oh, we're just like, we're getting dropped off at a friend's house. Like, you know, I'm not going to tell you that it's my home first off. And second off, like, this is a little weird. I'm going to be on my, you know, guard. And he was also being on his guard because he was like, did you hear what happened last night? And we're like, no, we like, we just got back from LA. So like what happened? And he was like, three lips were hijacked in Minneapolis over the weekend so now I don't drive at night and I'm like super on guard and we're like oh my gosh like that's crazy like Minneapolis is wild that's crazy of all places well I mean Minneapolis has had quite the year so it's it's yeah it's just crazy to come from like LA where we didn't think twice about any of this stuff even yeah. though it's LA. Yeah. Um, 
the the craziest part about the Ubers is like everybody who drives is really aggressive naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which they're like that in Minnesota too. But like that was the only comment we had. And um and we're just like, oh my gosh, that's that's scary. So then it gets funnier because when we get close to the friend's apartment the apartment's on one side, but we parked down the street. So we just had him let us out at the stop sign. So probably to him, it seemed even more sketchy that we're like, just drop us off here. And then we started walking the other direction (laughs) before he even, because we didn't want to walk the extra from his um, apartment down to our car. So we start walking, right? We're like, that was a weird Uber. Um, We start walking. Parker's phone is dying. Okay. It's at like, 5% at this point. And we almost make it down to the light at the end of the road. And Parker's like, I would not park this far. And he's notorious for parking far from this apartment because we we go to this guy's house all the time. And I'm like, yeah, Parker, like, I know we parked past this house I always look at as a landmark on the way um, Mm -hmm. into our friend's apartment. But like, you did not park by the stoplight like you drove down uh, further away. Um, so then we start freaking out and I circle back to the house that is like halfway from where he parks to the friend's apartment. And I see like these plants on the side of the, like on the curb. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh shoot. Like Parker's car is gone because he always parks by these plants either right in front of the plants where I'm trying to get out and I'm like pushing the plants aside or, or just right in front of it. So I'm like, Oh no. And he's like, my car, I think my car's gone. (gasps) And so at this point we're exhausted and we were so ready to be home. And the, the first thing we're thinking but the first thing I'm thinking is someone hot wired his car and stole it. We're near the college. Someone pulled some fast one and yeah. we're never going to see this car again. So how are we going to get back to Duluth? I'm thinking, okay, now we're going to spend the money to get on the shuttle from the airport, which we have to get on the train, go back to the airport, take a shuttle back to Duluth oh. and then Uber from the airport to our house. Cause now we have the car key and then just go from there. That was my, that I went to like the worst case scenario. Parker is like, let me check the impound impound lots in the area. Oh, they have my car. And we parked in a neighborhood where the first thing we asked our friend was, will your, will the car be towed? And he's like, no, they don't do that. But the car was towed. Oh my God. And, and before the friend left he was like I didn't move your car so we don't know if that would have made a difference or not moving the car down the street but it's in a residential area they towed the car and we get to the towing place and um Parker's like well after everything this week like I I'm my phone's dead I can't like get any extra money out like Kayla, you're going to have to pay for the the towing. So I'm like, okay, cool. Was going to buy groceries, but um, we're going to get this. (laughs) Now we're going to get this car out of the lot. So, so whatever 
Parker's like, I already know this is going to be a hassle. They're not going to make it easy on us because you're paying for it. It's my car. It's not even in my name. Something's going to go wrong. Well, it ended up being really easy. So <laughs> I'm waiting in this office and it's almost like being at the DMV or like, you know, where you go to pay your tickets and stuff. It's not a fun place to be in the first oh, place. No. Yeah, I'm exhausted. I'm listening to some guy rant about how his car had been stolen and now he's trying to get it back and they destroyed his car and he was mad and the energy was getting worse and worse and I was really trying not to like feed off of it but finally I just like Parker's like I'm still waiting for this shuttle to take me to the actual lot where the car is so I can pick it up and then come back for you and my phone's dead so like we're just trying to like stay in one area, make it really easy. But I'm like, why don't I just come with you? Cause then once we get to the lot, if it's being that difficult, then we can just leave from there. So this van pulls up and he looks at me and he goes, I can only take one of you. And he has like a minivan. And so I lose it at that point because I cannot be in this little office anymore. I'm like, okay, I'll just be over there. And I just walk out to the side of the, wherever we are, I'm just like in this open lot where people are kind of like pulling in to, to come retrieve their cars. And I just lost it at that point. Cause I'm freezing. I'm tired. I called Daniela and I just started bawling my eyes out and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like literally every time I go into Minneapolis, I am crying because I'm so frustrated with something that goes wrong every single time. Like it never fails. It happened last time too, when you flew down here. Well, it's not even, yeah, it's not even just like when I'm flying, but even when I'm driving, when I'm working down there, I'm I'm yelling into the phone at Parker, like something's always going wrong in Minneapolis. So it's also a lot of fun, but it's also really frustrating. So I'm just like crying. People are walking in, they're looking at me. They're like, what? And I'm like, I never feel safe here. I just like went to an extreme, like, I'm just like, Parker's phone is dead. I can't move because he like, he won't be able to find me and I don't know where I am. And Danielle is like, why don't you just like go into a Starbucks? I'm like, there's no Starbucks over here. It's in the middle of nowhere on the side of the highway. Like it was just, I just like had enough. Finally, Parker gets there like 10 minutes later. And then I was like, okay, Parker's here. I'm going to stop crying now. (laughs) I get myself together. And he's like, how are you? And I was like, I want to go home. <laughs> like, See, like, he is like the complete opposite of the Gemini part of me. Yeah, he is. You know, he is. He's just so calm and chill. And like with me, yeah. I would be like, Rah! you know, yeah. enraging. Yeah. Well, same with Danielle. She was like trying to balance me out because like she was like, I was kind of in the middle of something. And then I was like, uh oh, like, she's not doing well. So she was like, I was like, Danielle's about to be a mom. I'm going to call her. <laughs> like, she's like, like, calm down. You're just tired and you're going to be home soon. And then, so then Parker was like, well, I had to text my mom. Like I need some emergency money for this towing. So 
like, do you still want to go to Trader Joe's? Cause that, that was the whole plan was to come home, go to Trader Joe's. Cause that's where the Trader Joe's is buy some bananas and almond butter. We're going to start eating healthy. We're going to save some money. Like we're going to eat at home. And then everything was just derailed. And I was like, no, let's just go home. And I just <laughs> had him get on the highway. And then like, I'm like, okay, the Trader Joe's is actually on the way. So can we stop there? <laughs> so we got some groceries and then like we got home and everything was fine. And then um, he was like, what would I have done without you? Cause obviously this is his car. Like if, if we weren't together, he would have had to do this alone. And I was like, you like, at this point, we're just totally over it. Trader Joe's reset us. <laughs> we had Chipotle. Yay, like, yay Chip- Trader Joe's. Yeah, Chipotle was our meal for the day. Um, and then we're just like all good now. And I was like, you probably would have been ranting to me for much longer than if, if we were not together, you know, <laughs> like yeah. it w- we got over it really fast. Cause then we didn't have to like come home and rant to each other. <laughs> yeah. You just got it. Just got it out of the way. Yeah. Just get it out of the way. So anyway, that that's, that's my California story. That was like a long, that was a long story. That but... was not a California story. That's a Minnesota. Story. That's a Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so we're, the- California story was more fun in, in, aside from the whole debacle yeah. with the uh, rental but you know that's just like the you landed literally and then shit just hit the fan hit the we fan. knew it was gonna happen and it just crashed really hard and the thing is you know you had it in your head you've ha- you've had it in your head that something was gonna happen <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah for sure I knew so, you spoke into existence exactly what you were, you know, what you didn't want to happen was something awful to happen. But, you know, your subconscious mind is so strong sometimes and it just does its thing and you don't even realize it. I'm I'm going to manifest good things. Well, actually, no, because good things are happening because in Minnesota, I booked a movie. So that's yeah. cool. That's and they good. Finally, like, it's concrete now. It's kind of been like, did I really book this? Because I know it's happening, but yeah. But now it's like showing online and stuff. Oh and they're gosh, actually so- shooting. Yeah. On that front, it's good. But like this net, I've, I've just had it in my head. Like as soon as we get back from LA, it's going to be super stressful. And that's all it's been. So maybe you're right about the putting my mind to it. And that's the thing, you know, going back to your age at that time where I was, the age you are. Um, I were having a second child. I was, I was having the second baby. No, I just had her really. Oh my God. Yeah. Because she just had her birthday. Yeah. So it would have been, yeah, the 20th because I was 26 when I had her. 21 years ago today. He, I mean, that's, you, you think about it. I was two kids in by the time at your age that you are now. Yeah. So my stress level is a little different than your stress level. It was maybe similar, but like in a different it's, way. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it was, a, it was different in a way. Cause I had to make sure, you know, I'd make sure two kids stay alive yeah. every day. And with you, it's just, you know, you have had just so much happening 
at one time. Like it just happened at once. It was like a domino effect. And I don't know, to me, when that, when that starts happening, I usually just take a step back for one second and just go, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Yeah. Is like, you know, is the universe got something against me today? What the hell did I do? Right. Usually when things, you know, thing happens to you is a product of something that you did is a product of something that was happening behind in the background. Mm-hmm. So like the menis- the manifesting a situation, I know as bad as it says, it's not your fault because it isn't your fault because you don't know it's going to happen. But any kind of energy that you put in to in your mind, in your head, subconsciously, because you're subconsciously, you're, you're, your subconscious is so much stronger than your conscious mind. And it's constantly working in the background. And I think when we think of things constantly over and over again, or that's our expectations, that's what's going to come out. Mm -hmm. So maybe that was a good sign. That was a good thing for you to go through because you got to see, you have to see the other side of it. Yeah. Of what happens when, when, when you do get that way, because it's something I definitely had to to release it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And that's, that's not a bad thing. You know, there's like dad said, there's something on the other side of suffering, but you got to go through that suffering to find out what that is. So now you're like, okay, I need to really reset whatever that is that you, whatever you need to reset. That was probably your point to go, Oh, fuck. Okay. Time to reset. (laughs) That, that, that was it. And, and no regrets to like going to California because that was us like actually now we have a concrete idea of where we want to be and what we want to work towards and it's like obviously yeah right now is not the right time to be over there but Mm -hmm. but we had these memories that we're gonna cherish forever at the same time and it's like now we're resetting in the sense that we're like all right like we realize that we can't just be going out to dinner every day, even at home, it racks up, you know, like, uh, if your friends want to go even like play, we have axe throwing or something like little activities, they all add up. And so we're like, okay, now it's time to grind. Like we know what we want. We, we have a couple areas where we're not going to be working and we're going to be out of town, but that's for family that's for holidays like we can't avoid that so we know to expect that but other than that like after this after Halloween like no like we're not allowed to do anything because (laughs) like we need to focus so it was like a reset moment in that way yeah well maybe that's you guys really haven't really like had a goal since you got there because you kind of just need to move because Parker needs to do what he needs to do to get through what his goal is which which you know you had to get that done and he's he's getting there he's slowly you know finishing it up I mean it's almost yeah it's it's coming faster than but now now you can see like okay I don't want to be here this is not where I want to be this is where I want to be and now this is what I got to do to get to I think part of that too is like not not just hating every minute 
you know, it, it, it's, you just gotta, you gotta let it happen. And the only thing that you can do is just be you. And that's the least stressful thing to do is be yourself. Yeah. So, and I think you mentioned that on your last episode, um, on your last podcast, then you'd say, oh my God, it's just, I heard it somewhere else that you worry so much about what's going to happen that mm-hmm. hasn't happened yet. And you're stressing yourself out over something that doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, I, you, I've you, definitely said that somewhere along the way. Yeah. And, and uh, the thing is, and it's taking, I mean, I'm freaking 47 years old. It's taking me this long to figure that out. And you figure that out a lot, you know, younger than I did, you know, 20 years younger, 20 years before I figured it out. But just from, from at this point in my life, and I don't have a lot of time, you, you know, I don't have a lot of time left. I don't have time. I don't have time. Time. I don't have time to worry about things that I have no control over. I really don't. And I find myself like stressing over those things, like mm-hmm. work. if something bad, I'm like, what am I going to do? There's nothing I can do about it. I have to let it be, let it go and let it work itself out. And the same with any kind of situation, like relationship with other people, you can't control other people. You can't, you just have to let it go. You just, gotta let it be and accept it for what it is because once you do you kind of just like eh. it's not on you anymore you're not responsible for it and that's I think that's probably one of the downfall of like I don't know and astrology again like air signs we tend to carry other people as our responsibility so somebody else's feelings we feel like it's our responsibility so we're constantly trying to make them happy, taking care of them, blah, blah, blah. And then it becomes stressful to us because we're not making them happy, but it's not our job. Mm-hmm. That's, that's anyone that you come across in your life, rather, even if it's a stranger. Yeah. I, I, well, let that go. That's so, I don't think funny is the right word, but I say funny when it's coincidental because that is the theme of what I'm going through and in, in like a career sense, you know, I'm, I'm putting myself out there and uh, I, I have to pitch myself as a person as well as, as a professional. And if, if you're not down for my goals and, and who I am, then that's okay. And you yeah. move on to somebody who is, and that's, it's been like something recurring that you've yeah. just kind of like spoken to like put a a solid touch so when on it's it. like when it's when it, okay so the next time like that happens you see a recurring sign and it's not it's not settling right for you and you know that that feeling keeps coming back up over a situation and even if it's a different situation but it's the same feeling keeps coming back up like think of it as like a, a trauma response mm-hmm. so when a person is traumatize even though they're not in that in that environment anymore there could be a trigger elsewhere on a different environment if they have not dealt with that and so that's probably you know what it's trying to tell you it's like hey you you keep having these feelings because you haven't dealt with it when, mm-hmm. when you when this happened to you over here so when you move over here it's going to come up again because it's kind of the same trigger different situation 
but you don't know how to react to it yet. You don't know how to let it go. You don't, you haven't dealt with it. Mm-hmm. So if it's a recurring thing, it's trying to teach you something. Interesting. It's, so trying, I- to, it's trying to teach you something like, okay, what is it about me? Because again, everything now to me that goes, if anytime something don't go my way and I just go, okay, why am I getting pissed or annoyed over this? Because how I'm receiving this is because of how I'm thinking and feeling. Mm-hmm. It's not the person because it's not on them. It's on me. So once you take that responsibility, then you kind of go, I can't blame anyone else about how I feel. I have a choice. So like that's goes with any stress. So when people start telling me about how stress or, you know, like I get stressed out still. And, you know, dad tells me like, you're stressed out over nothing. Then I take that. I'm like, am I really stressed out over nothing? And then usually it's like, yeah, I am. I'm not going to die. If that shit doesn't get done, it doesn't happen. I'm not going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I have a question on that. Cause I, I find it interesting that you um, said what you said about the recurring thing and triggering um, and having to deal with it. So asking yourself, like, why am I feeling this way towards uh, whatever is eliciting some kind of response? Mm-hmm. Um, also, do you ask yourself, like, how can I move past this? Or what yeah. can I do to move past this? So I want to know, from your standpoint, what do you do? Everybody does something different. But I I find it interesting that you brought that up and I'm thinking of things we didn't even talk about in the podcast that are just relevant to this conversation. So, you know, we all have different, now I'm going to say downfall, but like, you know, we, we, we all have that part of us where we don't want to be the person, like you don't want to be the jealous person because that's not really a good feeling to have anyway. You don't want to be a controlling person. You don't want to be this person. You know, like you don't want to be a bad person. Mm-hmm. So when I start getting annoyed over someone that's acting in that sense, I always, you know, I ask myself like, okay, what is it about this person that is making me uncomfortable? Or is it me projecting mm-hmm. how I'm actually feeling to this person and I'm misreading what they're trying to say? trying to say so I take a step back like what is it really if it's is it a word that they said is it the way they carry themselves Mm -hmm. because you know like arrogant people gets to me sometimes I Mm -hmm. I don't I don't like arrogant people but which you probably deal with them on the daily (laughs) which I do deal yeah I deal with that on a daily basis everywhere I go I mean everywhere you go you deal with arrogant people you Mm -hmm. know and I laugh at all these like Karen videos that you see because these are just arrogant women that don't know better because of that's just how they grow up so I and then and sadly enough it usually always ends up going okay is this something that I went through and I'm taking that feeling and putting it on this person. Okay, now I need to take a step back if that's the reason. Why? Because it's not that person's fault that I'm feeling this way. So I I I have to I have to stop. I just have to stop and then and, and tell myself, okay, this is not about them anymore. This is about you. So now you've got to go back sometime along the way in the near future and 
really dig deep into why you're feeling that way at that moment with that person. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I could talk a lot about yeah, this. This was, <laughs> this was a great, this was a great episode. And I, I feel like it was almost like a part two to last week, because obviously we needed to take a step back last week, but now we're really in the act of taking a step back versus like yeah. preparing to take a step back. Well, so, well that's good. That's really, yeah. that's, that's a really good idea. And you, I know you Stephanie's going to love this. That. Yeah. It, I know she's going to love this whole conversation and she loves you and we love her. <laughs> so, and she was really excited four exclamation points when I told her that you're going to be on the podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. This is mama oh, Mary. Uh, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> please don't do that. Please don't say that. It's mama for Mary, another mama. episode of, are we having fun? Please continue to review mom. Tell your friends to review our podcast on Apple podcasts. You just continue to do what you are, yeah. you are already doing. And in time, you're going to get exactly what you want. Yeah. So we're not, we're not going away people. Um, No, just keep going. People are going to listen. Do you want me me. to plug your Instagram? I can put it in the show notes um, or whatever your IMDB. I don't know. Uh, It's okay. But um, (laughs) yeah, so, but I do love filming. That's really my, my favorite thing to do being behind camera and hopefully I get to direct soon. So right now I'm just producing a lot well, as much as I can. Producing is like the top of the top. I, I know, but I want to be in a director's chair too. Yeah. So I can tell people what to do. Yay. Um, but yeah, so uh, Kayla, actually Kayla and I are working on a project. So you could plug that. Hey. Okay. That's because, you know, we, we're going to need sponsors for that, for that movie. True, <laughs> uh, true. But yeah, so Kayla is actually one of my actress in one of the scripts that we're working on right now. Yay. Thank and you. That's how it wait. works, right? You just yeah. put each other in each other's projects. That's right. And then, uh, you know, your cousin is one of the producers and he's yes. also the AD. So I love that. Yeah. So, so actually, we're, yeah. we're, we're working on a, uh, the writing process right now and I'm not sure if it even has a final title but uh watch out for that kind of stuff because I will be sharing all that when we make it totally totally public and Fierce Orchid Productions is in charge of it so that's the local production company in Orlando that my mom has started and uh we're working on making it legit so yeah, it's going to be legit. Um, the script itself is we follow industry guidelines, actually, and industry st- standards to make this script um, viable, not just for independent filmmaking, but yeah, we want bigger um, studios to uh, see this. And if they want to pick it up, then there's not a whole lot of changes that needs to be done to it. But yeah, the script's almost done as far as the first series goes. So Yay. we'll have we'll have episode one happening soon so awesome. i can't wait to start filming this one and start planning we're gonna we're starting to plan on it now but it'll be a a, a great success the minute we get in set on yes. set naturally start filming like oh this shit's happening man yeah <laughs> oh it's such a thrill well thank you so much for being on the podcast i know you have to get back to work and i have I do. to do other things so well thanks for having me and yes. um 
I, I hope today is a good day for you and Stephanie, even though she's at work. So she's listening. I'm sure it is for her. It is for it. me. This has been an awesome day so far because I'm, I'm, you know, just doing the podcast. So yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I love you. I got to get right. ready. Love we'll go you. back to work. Love and- all of you. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. We go on no matter what. Even if I can't make it, I will force Stephanie to record without me. So we this is uh, we cannot be stopped on this podcast. 